Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for December 7th is Romans chapters 1 through 3. Paul begins this epistle to the believers in Rome with a summation of who Jesus was. He was the descendant of David according to the flesh, but a son of God according to the Spirit. And in verse 5, through him we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name. And it's the obedience of faith. Obedience comes by faith. If we really believe that God loves us and he has our best interest at heart, we will do whatever he calls us to do. It's when we don't believe him because the circumstances seem to contest. It's when we don't believe him that we don't obey him. What is it God is calling you to do? How is it that we can increase your faith in that area? In verse 11, he says he wanted to see them so that he could impart a spiritual gift to them in order to strengthen them so that they would all be mutually encouraged. There is a place for laying on of hands and imparting spiritual gifts. That is one way God moves from one person to another through the laying on of hands. Sometimes the best thing you can do is to get prayed for by other believers, but be careful who you allow to lay hands on you. Make sure they are someone with clean hands, not walking in sin, not partnering with unclean spirits. We don't want them to impart the wrong things. Chapter 1 verse 16 is quoted quite frequently. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Greek or the Gentile. Jesus came to the Jews first. Jesus was Jewish. The Jews are God's chosen people. And the Bible says, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. We're in this place right now where God is maintaining a remnant, and he has throughout history, but the Christian church is going through a judgment similar to what the Jewish people went through in the past. In many ways, Christians today are very religious like Pharisees, the same way the Jews were early on. Of course, not all of them. There was a remnant of Jews. Paul was a Jew, as were all of the original apostles. But God didn't give us a spirit of religion. It's not by religion that we are approved by him. It's not by things we do. It's by faith. The righteous will live by faith. For God's wrath is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and unrighteousness of people who by their unrighteousness are suppressing the truth. What we know of God is evident. God has not hidden it from anyone. Look around at creation. Look at the way we are constructed there's no doubt that we were created by an intelligent designer, and God has revealed who that intelligent designer is in the scriptures and by the power of his Holy Spirit as he speaks to people. Jesus, God incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us, showed us the way to the Father. He revealed the heart of the Father to the world 
so that man is without excuse. We know he's real and we know his words are true. And that's why some people who hate the truth seek to suppress it. We see it today in our society and we have been seeing it especially for the last several years. Those who hate the truth are seeking to suppress it. Censorship is alive and well in Western society today. It's been happening in our schools and by major media corporations for all of our lives, putting forth these theories like Darwinian evolution as though they are fact, putting forth the Big Bang theory as though it is fact. A theory is something that has not been proven. Darwinian evolution and the Big Bang theory and an old earth scientific view are all things that have not been proven and cannot be proven. There is no scientific evidence for evolution. Of course, evolution and adaptation within a species are two different things. There is far more science to suggest a young earth theory than there is to suggest that the world is billions or even millions of years old. The very construction of our bodies suggests if it doesn't outright prove that we did not evolve from primates. For decades, creationists and young earth scientists have pointed to the fact that the human eye is irreducibly complex in all of its different components. Every single one of them must be working as designed or else the eye doesn't function at all. And if you take any one of the components of the eye away, it won't function. This suggests, if it doesn't outright prove, that the eye as it exists could not have evolved from any subhuman species. But if you Google that today, the algorithm will suppress the truth and those who agree with it because it makes sense and you will find all kinds of articles written by atheists who have an agenda to suppress the truth. It is not enough for these people to be atheist and reject the idea that there is a God who is the intelligent designer and the creator of all of us and we will all stand before him someday. No, they also want to infect the world and suppress the truth, keep you from knowing the truth so that you will be swayed by their demonic agenda. Verse 20 says, The invisible attributes of God, that is his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen since the creation of the world, being understood through what he has made. That includes us, but we have been lied to. There is no evidence at all anywhere that humans evolved or that any other species did either. What's far more likely is that we were all created in a perfect state, that we were good, and over time there's been a breakdown in DNA from every generation since sin entered the world. And because our DNA is corrupted and not just ours, but everything that exists, People of the same family cannot get married because they will produce children with birth defects, and it's just not fair. Even though Adam and Eve had the exact same DNA because she was taken from him, they were able to produce children who lived 
healthy lives for hundreds of years. And yet now, because of the breakdown in the DNA as it's passed from one generation to the next, people who are closely related have the same breakdowns in their DNA, and therefore they cannot produce viable offspring. The most beautiful and strong, healthy children born in the world today are from parents from very diverse backgrounds. It's because their DNA has different flaws. Although both parents have flawed DNA, they don't have the same flaws, like people coming from the same family. All of this is to say that when we look at science, true science, that's not skewed by people who are trying to suppress the truth, everything points to the fact that God created it all. These are just examples from biology. As people suppress the truth, they bring judgment upon themselves, and even their reasoning is compromised. God gives them over to a corrupt mind so that they do not do what is right. They're filled with unrighteousness, evil, greed, and wickedness. They are full of envy, murder, quarrels, deceit, and malice. They are gossips. Now, it's interesting that we have greed and malice and gossip and slanderers linked together in this list of unrighteous people who are deserving of wrath. We as Christians today and our religious mindsets want to judge other people, and yet we're guilty of some of the very same things in this list. Maybe we're not guilty of greed, but we are guilty of gossiping. Maybe we're not guilty of wickedness, but we are guilty of slandering. Maybe we're not guilty of hating God, but we are guilty of being proud and arrogant and boastful. Maybe we're not inventors of evil, coming up with new ways to practice evil, but we are disobedient to our parents. Often we are senseless and untrustworthy and unloving and not showing mercy. And Paul writes, every one of you who judges is without excuse. For when you judge another, you condemn yourself. Make a righteous judgment. Be careful how you judge other people. Are you guilty? We should spend far more time repenting than we do condemning. That's for sure. Let's not fool ourselves into thinking that we are going to escape God's judgment when we are judging other people. Let's point out negative behaviors and destructive thought patterns, but let's not condemn the person. It's not our place. Let's maintain an attitude of humility that upholds the belief that but for the grace of God, we would be doing the exact same things as these others. We will not boast in anything except Jesus and him crucified. God will repay each one according to his works. In chapter 2, verse 6, eternal life to those who, by persistence in doing good, seek glory and honor and immortality, but wrath and anger to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth while obeying unrighteousness. We must submit to the truth. People say, well, what about unbelievers? What about the people who die in distant villages who have never heard the gospel preached? Those who live under the law are subject to the law, and those who have never heard the law 
do what the law demands. They are a law unto themselves. They show, in verse 15, they show that the work of the law is written on their hearts. Their consciences confirm this. We all know that it's wrong to lie. We all know it's wrong to steal. Whether you're born in a remote village in sub-Saharan Africa or in one of the most distinguished cities in the world, we all know right from wrong. God has written it on our hearts. The people who love the truth will find God. The people who suppress the truth and hate the truth will meet God and face his judgment. In chapter 3, Paul reminds the people that we are all sinners. There is no one righteous, no, not one. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and they are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. There's no other way to be approved than by the grace and redemption that comes through Jesus Christ. All glory goes to him. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for being on this journey with me. We'll see you tomorrow. And for those of you who are interested, if you are feeling stuck in your relationship, your career, your health and wellness, I would love to partner with you to help you get to where you want to go. Go to thebibleinorder.com slash coaching to learn more.